where we discuss real life issues in film. So for today's episode, we have a, a film that many people might not think could have something to talk about because it's a classic rom comedy. But uh, there's actually some things we can discuss in that. And that film is Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, we're going there. <laughs> so uh, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, we should talk about the story first, right? Yeah, yeah. as always. Okay. Maybe you want to talk about that much? Okay. <laughs> I can read a synopsis to keep you uh, on track. So, Rachel Chu, an American-born Chinese NYU professor, travels with her boyfriend Nick to his hometown of Singapore for his best friend's wedding. Before long, his secret is out, Nick's family is wealthy, and he's considered the most eligible bachelor in Asia. Every single woman is incredibly jealous of Rachel and wants to bring her down. So, uh, in this movie, uh, besides being a rom-com, we also have a lot of content that is really um, not modern, but uh, relatable to, to these days. Yeah. Each more and more, unfortunately or fortunately, we have more immigrants and um, <laughs> stuff <laughs> Me. representative of that. And uh, having a film that portrays that in a, actually quite a, a simple and straightforward way yeah. is quite positive for, yeah. for the audience. And not only that, but this is, I'm not sure the, like, the time gap, but this is the first film in like a ton of years where there's a whole Asian cast, like the Asians and especially Asian American community is represented. I saw an interview with, Aquafina, one of the actresses, and she talked about that, how so many Asian American people went to the cinema to watch this, and they came out crying, and they didn't know why, and it was the power of representation. They finally get their, to see their community portrayed and portrayed well um, in a film. I mean, at least from what they say, you know, <laughs> I'm not in the Asian community, yeah. obviously, so I can't speak for them, but... From what I, I gathered, it's, um, I guess, it's a good kind of representation they, that they usually don't get. It's not whitewashed. It's not, you know, it's very true to them. The main um, lead, like the male lead, he wasn't even an actor. He was like an accountant in Malaysia. And uh, the director found him <laughs> and he was like, well, he's cute. I'm gonna get that for my film. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. He's <laughs> such a great actor. Yeah, yeah. He's a natural. Oh God. <laughs> but I, you know, I saw a lot of interviews of the director, and he always talks about that. How he found him through a friend or something in Malaysia, and he was like, "Hey, wanna be part of a film? Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. nice." Another thing, uh, yesterday when the film ended, I was watching the credits and I was thinking, my God, the production of this, the amount of help, uh, blinger, <laughs> the, the, wow, but the, the chorus are awesome, so yeah. yeah, what a great use of production. Yeah, actually the, the film was shot in Malaysia and Singapore. And there's the scene, there's a, an awesome video, I think it's in Vanity Fair, the Vanity Fair YouTube, where the director breaks down a scene from a movie. Yeah. yeah there's one from, for this movie, and the director, um, 
he broke down the scene where Rachel arrives at the party of his mansion when you first see the mansion. Oh, yeah. And there's so much, uh, like, uh, CGI there. The lake is CGI. The house of the, like, um, where there's that, like, you know, special flower, they built that for the movie. The mansion actually it, it was... Makes uh, sense. The mansion actually was um, abandoned. And they cleaned everything from top to bottom. It's in... Um, yeah, I think the... Yeah, the mansion's in Malaysia. They did CGI of the background of Singapore. They did CGI of, like, the forest. The garden, <laughs> they planted, like, a lot of plants to make it seem more tropical and humid because that's how the weather is in Singapore. Apparently, I've never been there. <laughs> uh, and uh, they cleaned the, the house. They put up some, like, stuff, you know, DA working their best to make it look more Singaporean and to make it look wealthier. And yeah, they used an abandoned uh, house, an abandoned mansion to build that scene. That's and it's an so well built. Use of production. <laughs> yeah, you you can't. I mean, I did when I was first watching the movie. I was so into it and into that scene, the whole atmosphere yeah, that yeah. I didn't even think. Oh, that's definitely CGI. I was like, yeah. wow, they found a mansion this big. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was like um, it was a great. Um, background story that i got to to understand now after watching the director talk <laughs> is really great <laughs> yeah those vanity fair videos are awesome yep they yeah. are pink <laughs> pen <laughs> this that video fine. was yellow and blue actually oh. but yeah well <laughs> yellow <laughs> one of one of the um, i don't know how i feel about that but one of the things that kicks off the film and is a great is like a running theme is rumors and how they spread which is really interesting how they portray that you know like when the rumors start of the relationship between rachel and nick they're at a cafe and nick is talking to her like you know i want to take it to meet my family you can go on a trip blah 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 and someone sees them uh from the from Nick's community, and she pauses, and she's going like, mm, selfie, and they're in the background. It's super high, it's a super high quality photo, but anyway. Um, I mean, rich people, right? Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and she sends it to a group chat of friends or whatever, and then this conversation spreads through more group chats and networking and messages and Insta posts and whatever, and the director makes a really awesomely chaotic multi-screen where we see it yeah. going so many places there's a lot of easter eggs the the writer of the book where this uh, story was originally you know adapted appears in one of the moments of that the the baby of the director is appears as one of the oh, memes really? no one person says it's a baby <laughs> screaming oh, no I think he, he was born after the shoot after the shoot of the movie and so they they put it they in, put it in. Yeah, it was real cute and so he also talks about that in another movie I think or in another uh, video or is it this one I don't know I saw too many of him uh, <laughs> but yeah I thought that was really cute and so he makes all these connections in such a short time in the in the movie running time it's really great and then this reaches Singapore <laughs> to a Bible study <laughs> where moms, uh, where the mom, Nick's mom uh, is there, you know, she's like reading her Jesus stuff. 
doesn't want to be bothered. And then, <laughs> it, like, everyone around her talks talking about this American girl that Nick is bringing to, like, the family parties or whatever. And she's like, well, I don't want nothing with an American girl. I don't want an American girl into my family. I just want to be chill in my fucking house, you know? <laughs> and I'm going to call him. And then he, yeah. he calls him. But, like, yeah, when I saw this scene, I was just like, this is CIA. What the fuck? They have all Asia in one group chat. Alice <laughs> <laughs> came to Singapore so fast and she calls him, like, two seconds after yeah. the picture is taken. I'm just like... Social media, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. power, the influence. <laughs> like, I don't think we we really well. It's obviously exaggerated because you know you need to make this move a, a bit. It's a movie, but um, yeah, we don't. I don't think we we get still the power of social media and like in rumor spreading and things like that because like in fake news and shit, it's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, the speed yeah. that something can go to one point of the, the world to the other, it's amazing. It is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's really great, actually. They they actually, if I remember correctly, they even have a name for the whole network. I think it's Radio Asia 1. When she exits the thing, it, <laughs> he's like, she's one of Radio Asia's 1. It's like, Oops. yeah. <laughs> Well, well, and they're everywhere. Let's tell you, CIA yeah. Russian spies <laughs> on yeah. people. Like, he is Asian. We'll see who is he. <laughs> yeah, even when Nick is talking on the phone with his mom, and his mom says, "Oh, uh, I know you have a girlfriend," or something like that, and he's just wondering where <laughs> they could have learned that. He turns around and sees the person who took the photo leaving the cafe, like didn't match up well. Yeah, and it's not yeah. only that, but um, one of um, Nick's cousin, I don't remember his name, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's always like, are you from two family from the factory? I don't... Yeah, yeah. Like, from Taiwan. Yeah, and he'd be like... <laughs> isn't he the... Isn't... It's the family guy that likes to... He's a like, douchebag who yeah. doesn't treat They're his all douchebags. Yeah. The one that's portrayed by, like, by the comedian, right? No, uh, no, 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 that's the, the one with Aquafina, that's from the, yeah? Isn't that the one from Aquafina? No, 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 no. I think the, the it douche is. that, it that is. tries... The, is the, the, the... Yeah. It's Jimmy O something. I, I don't know his name, I'm so bad with names. Hold on. Wait, I'm gonna search <laughs> Yeah, it. search it. Hold on, because now I need to find this out. Uh... I want the cast. <laughs> I love the translation support you. Yeah. It's Jimmy. No, no, this one. This Ronnie Chang. Yes, Bernard. Bernard is not a cousin. No, Bernard is just. Oh right, yeah. A dead annoying friend. Yeah, he's just. Okay, so it's Eddie. Eddie is the one that is always taking picture of his family and is just like appearance and he yeah he just cares about that like everyone yeah. but like, him more than everyone and just like is always like making dad jokes around like yeah. oh god <laughs> they're all terrible but Astrid Astrid is nice the rest is all like what the fuck yeah, I, Astrid is actually one of my favorite characters yeah because she's really nice when, when you first meet her you have such a strong impression of her and you're like 
oh, she's, mm, she might be, you know, a, a, a bitch. Yeah, and you're like, awesome. ooh, what's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? And then she's like, the sweetest cinnamon roll in that whole movie. And you're like, she what? Very, yes, very human. That's how, that's yeah. how perception works. What you see is not always but, what's happening. But yeah, still, the she is very human. And that's the, the thing that yeah. they credit in the movie. It's like, rich people or at least that community of rich people, super duper rich people in Asia are like super like about appearance and family and names and blah, blah, blah. And that's true. That's still a bit of that because, you know, when she discovered her husband is shitting on her, that's yeah. terrible. She just like, let's not make a scene. Yeah. So appearance first, us after. And that's why her husband gets super like mad. And I'm just like, you you sit in on her like you not you don't have yeah. the right to be mad right now. And, and the way you know, I I I understand how he must have felt bad yeah. as well about her hiding things from him. Things from him that she buys and whatever. Just yeah. But she had her heart in the right place. She didn't want to flaunt her and wealth and how she grew up. But you know, in, at the end of the day, she was used to it and she needed that for herself. And she did what she needed for herself, but she also didn't want to hurt anyone in the process. Mm. So she yeah. hid it. And even the way she raised her kid, very simply, you no, know, like <laughs> reading in French in the yeah. middle of the thing, really simple. Oh no, but like, but not a lot of, um, yes, not a lot of yes, bling I, in I, his yeah, education. She's very. She even changes her, her whole appearance to meet her yeah. son. Yeah. No, no jewelry. No, but uh, like. Persona, yeah. she's just there. She's her mom. She's his mom. She's she is high maintenance, but she's she's like aware of that. It's yeah. not like yeah. it's normal. No, yeah. she perfectly knows it's not normal. normal. And she tries to do her best, and then I don't know. I feel like even though her husband is a victim as well, yeah, there's just some things that aren't justifiable. He is, he is a victim, but that's exactly what she said. Uh, it's not my my role to make you feel like a man. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, this is just like... you got to get over toxic it. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But it's just like, that's it's just like, well, I'm not enough because my wife is richer than me. Yeah. <laughs> and would I be enough if you were richer than me? Yeah. Yeah. But she gave she she gives him love, she gives him attention and everything she can. She helps him. She offers many many times to help him, and, and he never wants it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. He's and rich, I, I guess. I feel and like he married the wrong person because yeah. if he had married, if she were uh, kind of that mood of like to be the center of attention and all that um, being rich uh, could give her. Like the fame and that, she kind of shut sat down with her family, and mm. I think his her husband didn't really like that because he wanted to be the center of attention. I think he wanted to. I think he wanted to have a fame. I think the only thing you wanted is to be accepted, and is never quite accepted by the family because like, just like yeah. Rachel is, he, can't, he comes from. I mean, it was. Um, um, He's also Asian American, I think. I I don't know, but I know that it was. Because his name, um, I think, is John or something. Michael. Michael. Michael they exactly. all have like. I mean, it's Nicholas yeah, yeah, and yeah. Astrid, and the only name Asian name that I remember is Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's Aquafina's name in the movie, but the rest is all really like um, Western names. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, uh, Michael was a um, military, right? Yeah. It was a chief or something like that. And then now he's the CEO of, you know, startup yeah. or something like that. But yeah, so, I mean, he is basically um, a normie. Yeah. And normies are not accepted in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I also think Rachel and Michael have show a great duality in how to deal with this and how yeah. to how you should get how acceptance actually works because Rachel also deals with this dual identity mm-hmm. with this um not being accepted in either in either place and uh, she just you know she goes through a lot of struggle but at the end of the day she's like you know so my conscience is clean I'm a good person I do my best I love this person, and that's what should matter. But if it's not enough for you, I mean, your loss, just mm-hmm. know that it's your loss, not mine. Yeah, that's and that's how things work. And that's how she actually ends up getting respect from the family. Yeah. Because she's like, well, <clears throat> you think I need you? I don't. I'm my own person. I just want to be able to love your son mm-hmm. or this uh, member of the family. If you if nobody can accept that, then all right, I'm gonna step down. But yeah, yeah I just re- oh, remember that <coughs> the wedding scene. The, oh, yeah. oh. The, when I was watching, I'm always crying in the wedding. Isn't like I watched the movie twice or three times. I don't quite remember, but like I I I'm always crying in the scene. This one and last, night, of course. But so like this scene, I'm watching this like crying. Like ugly crying, and you're like, this is a ridiculous wedding. Like, why the water? Why the butterflies? Like, stop! And it's beautiful. She was, the water appeared, and I was like, is the, she going to be something like a frog? No, or, she's just gonna no, be like. No, she just came into the water, and it's beautiful. Everybody, but it's, I mean, yeah. for real, like see this in a movie i'm just like yeah it's beautiful gorgeous but then like i'd be if i wasn't inviting to the type of uh, wedding i would just like be laughing like this ridiculous <laughs> what the f is this <laughs> but the song and yeah, it's beautiful look at it's beautiful. And the lights it's yeah, this is, and that's, that's that shows really like the the well it's really cinematographic it's not realistic at all i mean and that's so that shows out this um rich people or ex super duper rich people uh are like make like so irreal things like it's so like what it's it doesn't make sense and you just like <laughs> you don't need that but i mean it's beautiful <laughs> congratulations yeah, great use of money i guess <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with Peglin, um house <laughs> it's like yeah gold everywhere and you just like, Wow. <laughs> I'm intimidated, but I also respect. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing that you have that much money. I yeah. wish, but like, wow. And even Picklin's whole thing, she's like always in like sweats or pajamas or whatever, and she's pretty chill. And then they go to the party, and she's like, hold on, let me go to my trunk. <laughs> let me get my dress. Oh, You have a cocktail dress on your, on your like car. Yeah, I'm not an animal. Yeah. Like, she has that too, but she's like just so chill about it. You don't even kind of register, but then you go actually look at her pajamas or whatever, and it's all like effing expensive. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. I think Spankling and Spankling's family represent new rich. Yeah, yeah. Because like, they're and so they're they're super it. 
Yeah, they're chill, but they're super... Like, they show off yeah. a lot. When Nick never told Rachel it was rich. Yeah. When, okay, Astrid, Astrid like, uses pretty expensive things. But she is simple, you yeah. know? Even if she... Or, like, Jimmy Shu, but they're simple. pretty simple, Jimmy Shu. When yeah. Paiklings is always, like, those amazing boots, like, with, like, super big and... She yeah, doesn't like, yeah. even know how to walk in them, and it's amazing. But I really love that, like, Contrast. that is a difference in the rich community as well. Community. It's <laughs> a rich community. But, yeah, there's a difference, and that's why uh, Paikling's family is not invited to the things, you know, yeah. because they're not Old real rich. rich. They're, like, new rich. Yeah, the, uh, they're not... Uh, they're not an aristocracy. Yeah. They're rich. Bourgeoisie. They're, yeah, they're not, they're rich, but they're not bourgeois. Yeah, you have to have kind of a proper a manner. Yeah. And they don't, and have, they don't have it. it. Yeah, they're, they're just, just like, extravagant. And you're like, like Paikland's yeah. bad. Paikland's bad. Just that. <laughs> no, no other context. If, like, if you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie for Paikland's dad. Because... He just shows that that, so funny. that whole new new persona, the whole new rich persona they are trying to portray so well and in such a funny way. Is he's like always trying to get something. Basically, Paikling's family is just like the comic relief of the thing. They're yeah. just like for the lols. Yeah. <laughs> Our mom is super Asian, super like. Yeah. Oh my god, her brother, her brother, like, oh my god, I want to date Rachel so bad. Let me take a take big break. milk with you. Yeah. And, the, and the random uh, family member, I have no idea, who's laughing all the time. Just <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, that's funny. And the, and the little and sister is so cute. Yeah, yeah and yeah, the they're dad eating is just nuggets. Like... Yeah, but then. <laughs> of nuggets like yeah you don't want to be skinny like her <laughs> the exact opposite of people normally and yeah. something really funny is how they they they're such the thing is they're the comic relief and you don't really take them very seriously, seriously. through the film but when you know sorry for the cuss word shit happens uh they are the the, the people, people that that, that, that have her back. They're yeah. the people that put like an arm in front of her and be like, "No, it's her time to be yeah. in her own shell. We got her. You don't." They're really cute. Yeah, they're a great family. Oh, I love them. I wish. I mean, not every day, but someday of the week, yeah. maybe I well, could. I could I, be on a that. distant cousin. that visit sometime. <laughs> I, I get behind that. Yeah, I get behind that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but you know, still about you know dual identity. We talked about that in the beginning of this conversation and a little back. And the thing is exactly how Rachel is a representation of this duality. You're, she's not a hundred percent Asian, but she's also not a hundred percent American. She grew up in America, but she. That's the thing. She never grew up in Asia, in her own country, but... <laughs> she never she, was an American. She never America. was an American because she grew in America with Asian traditions. Yeah. So she's in that weird mix where she's, um, you know, between identities, I guess. But then, you know, in the end, obviously, she finds her place right in the middle of it. She's neither one or the other. She's and both. <laughs> she's both. And um, I guess you you can talk a little about having yeah. that experience because you 
are Portuguese, right? Yeah. But you grew up in France. But you grew up in France with, with a Portuguese, Portuguese parents. Yeah. I mean, Fra France, uh, France and Portuguese culture are not like that different. That different from like Western Eastern and American, Eastern, yeah. of course. But like, it's pretty different too. And it's more of the thing that in France I was the Portuguese one. <sighs> Because, I mean, I'm the Portuguese one and it's not wrong, <laughs> technically, but here I'm the French one. And so, what am I? Who am I? I don't know. Like, yeah. legally talking, I am 100% Portuguese, okay? But uh, I lived most of my life in France. I grew up there. I was born there. Uh, French is my first uh, language. And, yeah, it's really strange to, to feel something that you're not I feel a lot more French than I am Portuguese because I relate much more to the uh, culture politics uh, media everything like that because I was like raised with that not only I had my parents in uh, in the house that were Portuguese but m my mom never really was like oh let's be so Portuguese <laughs> my, my dad a little bit more my dad is a bit more like traditional but my mom came to France really early in her life so she was kind of a mix of both and really like out there so yeah I was in France and when I was in France I, I was not feeling French at all I was like no I'm Portuguese proud to be mm, my blood is Portuguese you know like Cristiano Ronaldo bit <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I was just like and coming to Portugal like every year like on the holidays just being like yeah this is the place this is and then one day i came and never come back and just like i want to be home again <laughs> what is this place i don't know it and it's so strange and i just understand that i was french or i felt more french when i came here like five years ago <laughs> and it's so strange to feel it and yeah nobody Nobody accepts me, really. Like, nobody, like, yeah, you're Portuguese, like, us. yeah, you're French, like, us. you're like, no, you're neither. And I'm just like, am I Spanish? What the fuck? <laughs> you're mixed, you're unique, that's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> you get the best. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, I obviously don't have that experience, but my parents, uh, especially my mom, had that, you've talked with her about that. She also has that kind of identity crisis. But the thing is, she she was a Portuguese, she was, you know, the daughter of a Portuguese couple. And she was born in France with uh, her three other brothers. And uh, she, but she never liked France. So she was, until she was 12, she was forced to, to, feel, to feel French and to be French in a country she didn't like. My, actually, my grandparents and my mom and her brothers and sister they all came uh, to portugal when they when my mom was you know starting her teenage years when she was almost like 13 because her and her brother they felt so unhappy there because especially you know they were born in the 70s so they were starting to grow up in the 80s it was like i guess the portuguese community was a lot more had a deeper stamp back then they and the the generation of my grandparents you know first yeah first immigrants they had a much uh, bigger need to express their portugueseness and how and it's their not community only then like i i can see that a lot 
right now too. There's, I mean, there's a Portuguese community, a massive Portuguese community in France. They're just like in between them. They talk Portuguese. They work with Portuguese. They they only like the kids talk Portuguese with each other because they, you know, they just like are Portuguese in France. They they do not like communicate with others or um, have this um, this link with the culture with the country culture and that in that way I can see why some people can't relate to the to friends to friends because I mean they always in between them so they're just like yeah I'm in French but I'm not French and I'm Portuguese and I, you yeah. know in my case I was really like it was different it was different because even if my dad was a lot more uh, like Portuguese and thing my mom like came there when she was 19 <laughs> my mom grew up grew up a part of her life in France and she lived like half of her life there and she really wanted us to be accepted you know I grew up in a place where we were a lot of immigrants and a lot of uh, foreigners and uh, uh, children of foreigners and things like that so we were like I basically <clears throat> I basically <laughs> knew um all of uh, different uh, like uh, cultural backgrounds and things like that and I communicate with them and we linked with each other and I know there's people that say in their community like it's only like the Asian community the Chinese <laughs> more specific community Portuguese Spanish and yeah that maybe is the reason why your mom didn't felt yeah because she she wasn't really in France she yeah. was in the Portuguese community really of France yeah. yeah so it's a it's, I don't know I think it's a really interesting construct to to see especially I see that a lot when you are talking with my mom because you both have I guess not exactly identical but some similarities in your experience growing up but you have very different a, diff a very different relationship with them simply because of the difference in contact with French culture, I guess, yeah. with the, the openness to embrace French culture into your life or into your family's life. And I don't know, I think it's real fascinating. <laughs> I When I was a kid growing up, you know, in the north of Portugal, there isn't a lot of uh, difference. And so I always longed for something exciting to grow up with more, you know, to be able to experience more people of different backgrounds. And uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I always like hearing about people that grow up with such a diverse um, environment because their whole experience as a person and their whole personality even is very intriguing. I don't know, they have a little of, of every bit of corner of the world and um, yeah. I felt that I really felt that when I went to visit my cousins in France and I stayed there for a month and I was like I wish I, I, I had this experience earlier I just I was fascinated with how the different cultures interact and how they I don't know it's such a I'm sure there's a lot of bad to it too but I was uh, but I don't know I was so fascinated with it and I was just like yeah. dang it I want that. <laughs> Am no, I yeah, like yeah. melting pots? Yeah. Cultural melting pots are great, yeah. are amazing. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of bad to it because you know people can't accept difference that yeah. well. 
But um, yeah, I think it's really good to grow with each other and just like learn. It's it's really interesting just to talk about like a subject, a matter with different people that came from all around the world. It's so amazing, like so open mind. <laughs> like you you really feel like oh my god, this is transcending. Am I in my body still? <laughs> That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I, I felt the exact same way you did when you went to France. When I went to London the first time with my school, you you were on the the subway, like American state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you saw people... We had um, a kid uh, who had a sporting scarf with him. So it was really easy to identify that we were a Portuguese, Portuguese school. And but that was actually quite funny because being able to identify that we were on the subway you know, like normal people and all of a sudden going down the stairs you just heard people saying yeah Portugal Portugal hey hey in Portuguese they're like oh yeah Portugal community in London and you saw that every single day yeah we were <laughs> actually a quite funny story we were at the metro <laughs> and. Uh, there was a dude right next to us who had like um I don't know what happened to him, but he it looked like he had been on a fight. And one of my colleagues in Portuguese said, Oh, <laughs> this dude here just took uh just took the uh how do you say that? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, oh just got the beating of his life. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking Portuguese like mm-hmm, nobody understands me because I'm in London and then the dude responds to him like actually it was the other one who did in, in Portuguese and we were like oh damn <laughs> you just got <laughs> damn he, got, he saw the opportunity and he was like let me just grab that real quick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean let's be honest I love to do that <laughs> like when, whenever Frank. like I'm on the streets and like you know in the summer there's a lot of immigrants that come back here and there's a lot of French and <laughs> And yeah, Swiss, Swiss yeah. and uh, yeah, a lot of French people or that talks French, and so they'd be like on the street thinking that nobody understands them, and I just be like, Bonjour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate when you do that. You go to the supermarket during the summer, yeah, and everybody and you, it is yeah, French, every, you feel like you're in France. You're yeah, just like, hey, I'm just like, I'm just in my city, I've been here the whole year. What's happening? Why is everybody talking French? And actually, you quite you notice, um, special, I don't know if. It's happening with every family, uh, immigrant family that comes from France. But I noticed that uh, each more and more the kids don't know Portuguese. Yeah. They just know how to speak French. And that really, <clears throat> I think that's a missed opportunity because you can be bilingual. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, teach really, really, because, you know, I came to Portugal, my, my parents were like, play with your cousins, <laughs> like alone. And I was just like, Oh my god, how am I supposed to talk with them? And I was just like... <laughs> really? <laughs> Me, like, three years old or four years old, like, what is this? What is this? And then, like, okay. But this yeah, is a like, <laughs> But, yeah, and my parents, like, made me read things for them because, you know, bad eyesight. And they were just like, read this. And I'm just I don't know, Portuguese. Okay, fine. <laughs> and I would just like read for them. And they're just not quite that, but okay. And I learned like that. But yeah, I, I had a lot of uh, Portuguese friends in, fr- <laughs> in France <laughs> that didn't know how to speak yeah. Portuguese. And I was just like, but your parents are Portuguese, right? And I'd be like, yes. 
What yeah. didn't they teach you? I I I feel mis sometimes I feel misplaced my because my family has a lot of immigrants people in France and then how do you say it in English Luxembourg or something yes. like that you know I guess it's that <laughs> uh, oh, that place has a lot of Portuguese people yeah, yeah a, uh, lot. And, a lot uh, and it's a really small country <laughs> and yeah so and you know we've already established that my family my grandparents and on the my mom's side there everyone went to France and then came back so they all speak French well my grandma not so much but anyway she she can uh, throw in a few words and uh, she had the basics my yeah and so the trash one yeah uh so you know when the when my cousins and everyone comes on the summer to talk and everything they some of them I grew up with a lot more and they speak Portuguese and whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can interact. But then <laughs> other people are like, they come and they talk and I'm just like, um, oh. and then my grandpa <laughs> and my mom, mom and all my uncles me. and aunt, they all speak amazing French. And I'm just like, there. my sister studied French. So even though she's not as great, she can keep up with the conversation. So I'm just like alone while saying, I know how to say hola. <laughs> I studied Spanish. No, nobody. <laughs> okay. Same. Oh, God. I tried, I guess. And so when I went that month to France, my, you know, aunt and cousins that I stayed with, um, she's, a, you know, my grandpa's sister, younger sister. And so <laughs> she was like, a month is enough. She'll be fine. And she'd be like, yo, Shana, go to the bakery. And I'll be like, but I don't know how to speak. And I'll just be like, English, baguette! Let's just be like, croissant. baguette! Yeah, baguette! Money! Money! L'argent? Yes? Okay! Here we go. Yeah, baguette! Yes. Yes. Like with your euro, like, baguette, please! Yeah. <laughs> so, it, was such a, it was such a weird experience to, to have. And so, and when people, when I wasn't with anybody and I wasn't, and I was at home alone, and people would, you know, beat on the door to talk to my aunt or something. I was just like, okay, panic time. Uh, how do I solve this one? And I always tried to speak English. <laughs> but nobody speaks English in like, French. No, and people, you know, I, I, I don't mean, know if it was proud. just my experience, yeah. but they were really snobbish about it. I was just like, the only thing I actually learned was je ne parle pas français, which is I don't speak French. And I was always trying to go with English or try to mix words that I, I learned in French, like a few words and try. And people would be really snobbish, like, well, je ne parle pas portugais. Like, okay, I didn't ask you to speak Portuguese. I'm just, like, letting you know that I needed you to speak slower or something so that I can try and communicate. I don't know if it was just my experience in the area that I was in. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt that really disconnection with the people. It's not. <laughs> it's not just your experience. Like, okay. French people are really proud of their language. And I mean, like... Uh, like Portuguese uh, Yeah, people. like Portuguese people. But it's just, like, the, the thing that not a lot of people... I mean, a lot of people speak English and things like that. But not a lot of people speak well English yeah. in France. We don't really... I mean, we do learn English because we need to learn English, I guess. But, yeah, a lot of people... and. They just like, well, you came in France, just uh, let us know your bases. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> yeah. And so just, they just be like, oh, you don't speak French. Well, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but actually, uh, we are quite of, um, in Portugal, 
we do like that we are very proud of our traditions and stuff but we also have that bright side when foreign foreign people come to our country we are very nice and can adapt to yeah. to their language <laughs> and communicate with them quite easily mm. and that's why i think people um, love to vacation in portugal <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> say we are really but, nice yeah, yeah. we have we yeah. have that trademark hospitality yeah because we understand we, we just we feel bad when there's uh, not a point of communication so even though these people came this person came to our country and they don't speak you know our language for example we live right next to you know we're right next to spain and uh my oh, hometown Spanish, my hometown <laughs> is uh, actually on the border really so when they come sometimes they go to go you know for weekends or something and they go to the restaurant i've worked in a couple of restaurants and they they don't even try <laughs> they just speak spanish and it's like whatever but we don't yeah. we are like you know you're in portugal speak portuguese we're like oh so it's spanish time okay let's switch And then some German guy shows up and we're like, okay, English, switch. Yeah, not German. <laughs> our thing is communication needs to happen in our, I guess, in our culture. Portuguese culture is really like that. Communication is the basis yeah. of all relationships. I mean, and so I guess we have that ingrained in us. No, I felt that I, I, I sell friends really bad. <laughs> just like... So just like yeah like restaurants hotels things like that of course like yeah. <laughs> hospitality like it's the base but like yeah you Random were in people. paris yeah yeah people don't get time in paris they just yeah, like be like yeah. i'm late i'm already late like three hours like <laughs> quick go quick so they don't have time to to it's not they don't have time to lose on people but they just like don't try really hard they'd be like uh, where if you ask a, a paris a, a paris guy like in the street like where do i get from like i don't know uh, the subway they'd be just like well uh, you go there <laughs> and you'd be like yeah but the direction what you go there <laughs> just like go there <laughs> it's right there <laughs> let me go <laughs> i'm late yeah yeah but at the same time i think that we are very nice to um tourists and stuff but with our own um oh my brain is freezing with our own with people our, yeah with our own people we mm. are we yeah we are really we, and you can really see that in places where the 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 tourism is the tourism is tourism yeah. yeah is really high uh for instance sometimes i go to porto and uh you see people being really nice to customers who are foreign And then you go like that and say, hey, can I have something? And they'd be like, bitch, what? <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that's bad too. And that's not everything. <laughs> because you think, you see, um, you see us communicate with um, people who don't speak our language. You'd be like, oh my God, we're so nice. Yes, I stand that. But at the same time, if we are rude to uh, people who speak our own language, Does that make it doesn't make any sense, yes. right? We, we all communities have that those nuances though. Yeah. So you know, I guess it's just part of the human experience. <laughs> just part of the human experience. <laughs> Trademark that one. Trademark that one. That goes right along with the bananas. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing Talking back about bananas. <laughs> This movie has a great reference to bananas. I was watching yeah. it yesterday. I was like, oh god. Yeah, because they're <laughs> yellow on the outside and white on the yeah, inside. Yeah, it's a uh, it's That's apparently kind of the slang banana 
or actually this ties to a um, comment that we found uh, uh, like on one of the videos we saw this video was by the New York Times and the mm -hmm. video is how rumors spread in crazy retrations and this user Lila's and town I hope I'm pronouncing that right um, wrote a very interesting comment about the mahjong scene in the movie oh, yeah. and the symbolism in the like the place of the characters and one of the first tiles that Eleanor the next mom discards is a bamboo tile and bamboo apparently is the equiv equivalent slang for calling a whitewashed Asian a banana so banana is a slang for whitewashed Asian yep. <laughs> basically and, and that's how they perceived Rachel as a banana well respect bananas <laughs> you know what respect, respect the bananas. bananas that's it they deserve respect <laughs> yeah like yeah, <laughs> it's funny how our uh, um, uh, sentence we, we said like without even knowing that it could have meaning yeah. outside of it. Really, like it has yeah. meaning yeah. outside of it. I, I was yeah. lost in a rant about, you know, minorities <laughs> and trying and, to explain. And you talked about bananas. And I talked about bananas for some reason. And then when we were preparing this episode, we found this and we were like, oh, Yes, bananas are a trademark of ours yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Bananas. Respect the bananas. Anyway, yeah. there's a lot of other symbolism in that scene. I don't know if y'all want to take the reins or if well. I should continue explaining. Yeah. But you can continue. I don't get much hunger yeah, at all. Only <laughs> my mom. Me neither. But I found this and I thought it was really nice. So, obviously, Eleanor and Rachel are sitting across from each other. Eleanor is east, Rachel is west, and so they are... Facing. Yeah, they're confronting each yeah, other, yeah. obviously. Cool. And then, I, besides that banana yes, thing, the, the hand that Eleanor won with consisted entirely of pongs, and apparently this is a reference to the fact that she's trying to win with a hand that is all the same. Or, so this highlights that Eleanor sees Rachel as different, and Rachel yeah. giving away the winning tile That's deep. is exactly contrasting with what Eleanor says she doesn't have, which is self-sacrifice, a sense of self-sacrifice. So Rachel sacrifices her win in mahjong to go against Eleanor's opinion of her so that's that was really interesting so i don't know if she's ever gonna you know listen to this um to this podcast but this user you know thank you for explaining that i was really blown away by all that symbolism yeah i mean so it was great to to finally understand <laughs> that scene a bit better even you know? without the symbolism because well i don't get much on yeah, sorry <laughs> never played it i don't know the rules of it and for me, I was just watching it with, what is happening? This is, is this the way you play Mahjong? Because, like, this is too fast. <laughs> Wait a minute. But this scene, without even all the symbolism, that is great and just, like, put another layer, layer to the thing. Yeah. This scene is amazing. I'm sorry, but she's, like, talking and, and she'd be like, yeah, I'm going to let you win. And she's just like, but just so you know, 
Um, I'm good too. <laughs> well, uh, if Nick ever marries another woman and they'd be happy with child and thing like that, it was because of me, not because of you. And then she's just like, that. boom, and I went before you. Oof. Goodbye. <laughs> and then the, and then Rachel's mom is like, see that? See that? I'll raise that. It's my, my child. child. <laughs> raise her on my own. Yeah, because I really love the fact that uh, Eleanor is really like uh, dismantled uh, towards uh, Rachel's mom because oh, she cheated on her husband and she was a single mom and things like that, blah, 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 blah. And she just like, she does not have the, the sense of family, but she does. It's just like her family is not like... Yeah, conventional family. It's just like Rachel. That's her family. And she did everything she did for Rachel. And she like, know the meaning of sacrifice because she sacrificed everything for her daughter yeah and <laughs> yeah when you when you when you finally understand rachel's mom's background you're mm-hmm. like eleanor shut up okay Honey, calm down yeah but it's uh, but it's interesting to see that eleanor gets it from yeah. there like it's the like the face off that they have they're just like staring at each other at the end you just can't feel the way that rachel's mom is just like see like i'm just as good as you that's my daughter i'm just like i'm the same thing as you I'm, you're not like better than me and funny thing actually there rachel's mom is actually like lower place than mm-hmm. eleanor eleanor is always higher because she is and you can see in eleanor like she is she is understanding she'd be like oh so they are like us they're the same they're raised like us they have like you know <laughs> tradition and love yeah, and, and everything a family has maybe it's not the same as us but they have integrity and they are good people they're yeah. not like oh she cheated and she's not like uh, uh, good Worthy, enough for yeah. us she is good enough in her own way and i love that just those Th- those it's face off when they just look at each other and you can feel the tension you'd be like oh she is getting it she is getting <laughs> it <laughs> and then the end scene when the you know they get together and rachel looks and the mom is like she's not really you know like there isn't you know a switch that's like you know super supportive welcome to the family hug 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 but she gives her acknowledgement and that's so much more powerful than if she were just like, welcome to the family and hugs yeah. and everything. That's she's in her corner she and she's like, I yeah. respect you. And that's I mean, a way bigger statement than any hug or any like party or, or celebration. She gave her the ring. The ring. Yeah. The, in, and she never got the ring from her um, mother-in-law, right? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. never got the ring from her mother-in-law, but she gave it to Rachel. So she showed that she accepted her. Yeah. Because, you know, this is a, a thing that I think Asians are not, like, really... Asians are representing, at least in this movie, like, not being super, like, out there. They're more, like, quiet. Reserved. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, when they meet all each other, they're just like, Oh, Rachel, oh my god, welcome. And even Eleanor is just like, oh, pretty pleased to meet you. Even if she's more reserved than the others, she's just like, yeah, I'm just, like, gonna be nice, kind of. Just like a passive aggressive kind of vibe. At the end, she's not like passive aggressive. She's like, well, okay, <laughs> goodbye. It's like, at the end of the day, it's my son's life. I have nothing to do with yeah. it. I'm gonna just accept that yeah. and try to do my best. 
and, and that's and that. Great. Yeah, it's Actually, not just for appearance. Yeah, I like it because all the movies with like oh, appearances. Oh yeah, it's the flex. The, <laughs> the flex. flex. <laughs> and that's actually very interesting um, because it doesn't only happen these kind of situations uh, of knowing and meeting other your sons or daughters' uh, partner and not accepting him or her because they're not worthy or not good enough for your son or daughter, your child. <laughs> your child. Yeah. That actually happens um, not only in people who have this kind of... Yeah, that, that happens in... Yeah, uh, that happens everywhere. everywhere. In, I, I actually uh, kind of feel that um, uh, in my own house because being... in, I think it um, happens a lot when people are raised in a certain religion. Conservatives, yeah, people, with yeah. With a certain education. Um, they don't always have to be conservative, but... When there's yeah, there's still the 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 I, I don't know the the weight of of it yeah and yeah. it still it not pressures you but a bit kind of yeah you you feel that it's always there <laughs> and you uh, oh wait a minute <laughs> yeah it's kind of a it actually I feel like that um, you know our mom is always saying like try to find someone who has the same education as you and the same background yeah. And because it will make it easy for for that person to not only uh, communicate with you, but to understand your way of living better. Um, but sometimes that doesn't happen, you know. And there, there's um, not quite of a judgmental uh, way of seeing that uh, from the way of viewing things my mother does, like the the like Eleanor does, but. It's kind of a more concerned way because my mom wants the best for her children yeah. and and all moms. Yeah, all moms. <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly, all moms yeah, want the best, for, the best their for their children. Maybe so. it's not the best, but that's what they think it's best. Yeah, and I, I think the at the end of the day, um, they go to a place where they think, okay, this is was this was the way I raised my children. They seem happy. They seem uh, be getting uh, great at life. So. If that happened with them, why not get someone who might have had the same uh, background in growing up uh, so they can communicate and, <laughs> yeah, like puzzle pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Just, no, I was just to see, you know, while you were talking, I was thinking about my own personal experience and... You know, like uh, your experience, my family is also very traditional. And so, as being someone that doesn't really see themselves in a relationship at all, <laughs> yeah. I just like, <laughs> okay, well, well, I guess they're going to have to, you know, get the, their mind out of there somewhere, some, some time, or, you know, because it's not something that's really... I don't think is really going to happen. Yeah. So, same. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just going to I love my family, but I'm just going to be true to myself and yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, even though I was I grew up with with those values, I don't necessarily have to ad adhere to them and a real family like Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> and Mulan. a real family, a real family ends up Dang. respecting that. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's also a thing that, you know, the movie has present is, I guess, a real, real family. <laughs> um, despite all contradictions and, uh, and uh, you know, war <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> at the end of the day, if they really love you, they will respect your choices. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess that's today's lesson. If you really love your family, respect their choices. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it, from that's the a bit strong. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's that, that's the right way to 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 view it. I think because from the, I think that what's funny is my family's always joking with me like, oh, you're going to end up like the mother, um, not a single mother, like. The single aunt who, who, yeah, who's the funny aunt and has like. I, I think we can all end up like that. <laughs> yeah. We're all the funny aunts. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, we, or should, like we should rebrand. <laughs> the funny Three funny aunts. aunts. <laughs> or like the. Oh, you're going to be the mom who's going to adopt all children. So they already know the type of person I am that might probably not get someone who is who has exactly the same values in the that traditional uh, way but might have other values i yeah and our family value <laughs> but not in that same exact way and i think that's okay uh, uh, i forgot i was going to sing a song but i forgot no no not coming out today yeah, yeah i guess with all this world talk and everything i guess we're yeah pretty much done with this week's um episode episode yeah I, <sighs> freaking motorcycle yeah like the cars and and bruh everything like, <laughs> i'm a beat you <laughs> okay so <laughs> no violence though uh <laughs> respect no, bananas. no violence. I'm a beat you, no violence <laughs> respect the bananas respect, respect the bananas, bananas. guys remember um But yeah, with all this uh, talk Let's about respect and values and with all these rants, multi yeah, identity and all that, we finished our talk <sighs> about crazy rich Asians. We hope you enjoyed that. Um, we have a new, um, some new information about the podcast. Actually, uh, pretty soon we have a link tree uh, available available on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And yes. soon there's gonna be some. Um, more things posted on there we're working on a on a letterbox so you can see lists of movies we like from certain um for certain moods or times of the year and also the movies we've um, analyzed analyzed and uh we're working on a server but that won't be available so soon i think uh we'll see um, so that you can interact in a easier way with us, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that information through our yes. social networks. And um, yeah, we hope you like it. You ho we hope you like this, and we hope you stay with us. So yeah, thank you for joining Frame Society. Yeah, thank you. Thank people. you. Bye. 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 Bye.